Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Putin is Gog-esque. Only God knows the future. This is his glory alone. Isaiah 42, 8 and 9. In his word, he tells us how the stage will be set for the last day's events. The Bible has a lot to say about the latter days in relation to Israel. The major last days players in the prophetic play are represented largely because of how they interface with Israel. Everything swirls around Israel, which is God's one chosen nation out of all the nations of the world. And when Armageddon descends upon the world, a major reason for this judgment will be because of how the world has historically abused and mistreated God's people Israel. We know this because God says so. Joel 3.2 I will also gather all nations. This is God speaking. I will also gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. In this last day's drama that surrounds Israel, we find that in the latter days, Russia, led by a leader called Gog, G-O-G, will play a major role. And we find the United States, although not specifically named, will evidently play a relatively insignificant role indicative of weakness. We don't know if Putin is actually Gog or not. But in my estimation, he is certainly Gog-esque, meaning he is very Gog-like in nature. He may merely be the forerunner to the ultimate Gog, but he is certainly Gog-esque. Putin, through political manipulation, has become president for life over Russia. There are no challengers. The word Gog is actually a title comparable to czar or president. The word literally means high or supreme. This title occurs 11 times in Ezekiel 38 and 39, where God, where God repeatedly and very personally calls this coming leader out for daring to lead a massive attack on the land of Israel in the latter days. God is, <clears throat> excuse me, Gog, rather. Gog and God, very similar uh, words, one letter difference. Gog is very specifically said to hail from the land of Magog, <clears throat> Ezekiel 38.2. Magog is the territory that in history was associated with the ancient people known as the Scythians. Scholars very consistently believe that this area is thought to be related to the countries of Central Asia, or what I like to call, in general, the Stan countries, all of which tie to the former Soviet Union. Mark Hitchcock writes, Today the land of Magog is inhabited by the former Soviet republics of Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Ubikistan, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, and possibly even the northern parts of modern Afghanistan. End of quote. Ezekiel 38.15 says that Gog will come out of his place from the far north. On a map, if you start in Israel and you go straight north as far as you can go in landmass, you'll be in Russia. Gog, in the latter days, 
will be the supreme leader of the land of Russia from the far north. That is why I think that if Putin is not Gog, he may well be the forerunner to him. And at the very least, he is Gog-esque. It makes sense that if the leader of Russia is to head up a huge coalition of nations that will attack Israel in the latter years, Ezekiel 38.8, that as the last stage, stage is progressively being set, Russia will more and more emerge as the key leader in this area of the world. Consistent with the prophetic scriptures is the emergence of the Russian bear. Putin has long been obsessed with restoring Russia to the glory days of old. This is the mark he desires to leave on history. Admittedly, the United States is not specifically named in the prophetic scriptures. However, in my study, I have found one reference that possibly alludes to the United States and her Western allies as seen in Ezekiel 38, 13. It reads, Sheba, Dedan, and the merchants of Tarshish and all their young lions will say to you, Have you come to take plunder? Have you gathered your army to take booty, to carry away silver and gold, to take away livestock and goods, to take plunder? Huh? The huh is mine. Scholars generally agree that Sheba and Dedan are the Arab peoples dwelling in modern-day Saudi Arabia and the Gulf states. Saudi Arabia in recent years has become more and more aligned with the West over concerns about Iran, etc. In contrast, Russia and Iran are becoming stronger allies, which is consistent with the last day's alignment of nations as seen in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Both Saudi Arabia and Tarshish with all her young lions, will, will raise questioning objections about the last day's great invasion of Israel headed by, up by Gog of Russia. But they don't do anything about it. This is indicative of weakness. Tarshish was a term that in ancient times described the western extreme of human civilization, the farthest parts west. Commonly, the United States in modern history has been the major player representing the West. Jonah, in seeking to get as far away from the presence of the Lord as he could, nice try, headed west towards Tarshish, which many believe is a reference to Spain. Jonah 1.3. There are various viewpoints as to the precise identity of Tarshish, but it is a very credible view to think that Tarshish represents the farthest points west. For this reason, some scholars think that Tarshish in the latter years may represent Britain, with the young lions representing Britain's colonies even further west, which then became their own countries, such as the United States, Canada, Australia, etc. It's not totally clear, so we can't be dogmatic. But this view is a real possibility. Tarshish may indeed represent the far west which in the latter days certainly would include the United States of America. If the British view is correct, and it might be, then this is the only place that the United States of America is really seen with any specificity in the prophetic scriptures. And if that be the case, she has a very passive role in these latter-day events, simply raising a few anemic questions that have no muscle behind them. Again, this would seem to be indicative of weakness. Questions are raised, but there is no action. 
That would seem to fit the trajectory of where the United States and the West, along with the Arabian connection of Sheba and Dedan, are headed. This would fit the view that America fades into virtual insignificance on the world stage in the latter days and is no longer in a position, for whatever reason, to help Israel when she is attacked by Gog and his coalition in the end times. It is my conviction that at some point in the latter days, a leader from Russia called Gog, as presented in Ezekiel 38 and 39, will come to the fore and will put a great coalition together to attack Israel. Is Putin Gog? Well, that remains to be seen. But I would contend that he is certainly Gog-esque. The world pays no attention to the prophetic scriptures, but in truth, God is sovereign over all and the last day's prophetic scriptures will in the end play out exactly as predicted in Holy Writ. We as God's people are put right where we are for such a time as this. Let us be found redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5.16 Lord, we thank you that you're sovereign. We thank you for the privilege to serve you for such a time as this. I pray that our light would shine brightly in a dark world and, uh, Lord, we would be uh, fulfilling uh, what you have called us to do, which is to be a testimony uh, for Jesus Christ uh, far and near throughout the whole world. And so, Lord, we see these prophetic scriptures uh, coming into play, last stage, uh, stage being set, as it were. We don't know how long. We're not setting any dates. But, Lord, we thank you for the privilege to serve you and pray that we might be fruitful for such a time as this. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.